I'm truly honored and blessed of God that Meredith and I found this church. And uh, I was planning on going to Maslin uh, back to college. Uh, And Meredith and I, we just started, we moved to North Canton and started looking around for churches. And uh, it was actually about a month, maybe two months, before we we found this church. And uh, man, I'm so blessed and honored to be a part of this church and especially going out in extension of this church. Yes. And uh, I, I learned from, from Pastor Mark O'Donnell uh, from just sitting under his preaching and doing Bible studies. Uh, I, I learned from there, and I, I got more impact and more of an impact from, from there than I did at Maslin. And I, I'm glad I went to Maslin, and uh, Maslin is so, and Bible college is so important but a good pastor is also important. So I, I sure appreciate you, Pastor Mark. Let's go ahead and turn your Bibles to Mark chapter 5. Mark chapter 5. And they came over unto the other side of the sea, unto the country of the Gadareans. And when he was come out of the ship, immediately there met him a man out of the tombs. uh, I'm sorry, let's go to number two. And when he was come out of the ship, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit, who had his dwellings among the tombs, and no man could bind him, no, not with chains, because that he had been often bound with fetters and chains, and the chains had been plucked asunder by him, and he, and the fetters broken in pieces. Neither could any man tame him. And always, night and day, he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying and cutting himself with stones. But when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him, and cried with a loud voice, saying, and said, what, I, what have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of the Most High God? I adjure thee by God, that thou torment me not. For he said unto him, Come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. And he asked him, What is thy name? And he answered, saying, My name is Legion, for we are many. And he besto- and he besought them much that he would not send them away out of the country. Now there was now there was there nigh unto the mountains a great herd of swine feeding, and all the devils besought him, saying, "Send us into the swine, that we may enter into them." And uh, and forthwith. Jesus gave them leave, and the unclean spirit went out and entered into the swine. And the herd ran violently down a steep place into the sea. They were about 2,000, and were, and were choked in the sea. And they that fed the swine fled and told it unto 
and told it in the city and in the country. And when and and they went out to the sea to see what it was that was done. And when they and they came to Jesus and see him that was possessed with a devil and and had the legion sitting and clothed and in his right mind and they were afraid and they that saw it told them how it befell to him that was possessed with the devil and also concerning the swine and they began to pray and depart and, and pray him to depart out of their coast and when he was come into the ship he he that had been possessed with the devil prayed him that he might be with him howbeit jesus suffered him not but said unto him go home to thy friends and tell them how great things the lord hath done for thee and hath compassion on thee and he departed and began to publish in the capitalist how great things jesus had done for him and and all men did marvel let's pray dear jesus thank you for this uh, opportunity lord i pray that you'd fill me with your spirit lord i pray that uh, i pray for the malawian people and and lord just the unreached people of the world father i pray that we all get a burden for lost souls even in akron ohio father i pray that you would just hide me behind the cross Lord, I pray that you would just fill me with your spirit and, and power. And Father, I, we just want to say that we love you and thank you for dying on the cross. It's in your name I pray. Amen. So here we have a man that uh, had some characteristics of he he was in sin. Yeah, uh, he was he was dead in sin. He he dwelt in the tomb and in a uh, in a uh, in the mountains. And not only was he, he dead in sin, he was on his way to hell. He was afar off from Jesus. In verse 6, it says, but when he saw Jesus afar off, he was afar off from Jesus. He was a child of the devil, filled with Satan. He was a lost man. Not only was he a lost man, he also, he got saved. Amen. Let's let's notice his salvation and his attendance. In verse uh, in verse one, it says, "And they came over unto the other side of the sea, in the country of Gadarenes." You know, Jesus came to him. Uh, in Malawi, uh, there's lost people, and there's they're dying and going to hell, and uh, and all over the world, they're dying and going to hell. And uh, where are you going? Where are you going, brother? India. A 1040 window. They're going to hell in India. All over the world, they're going to hell. And we need to bring the light to, to the lost. We need to bring the light. The, the dead doesn't come to the light. No, Jesus always goes to the lost person. Jesus goes to the, to the lost person. Uh, the Bible says in Romans uh, chapter 10, verse 14, how then shall they call on him in whom they have not heard believed? And how shall they believe in him in whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? 
The, the only way to reach someone for Christ is to take them out. On Saturday, we have soul winning, a rally. We don't expect people just to come in, drive up and come in. That would be awesome if, if we had a million people in here on Sunday morning and we didn't have to do the work on Saturday. No, we have soul winning time to take the, the gospel, take Jesus to the lost person. Amen. We need to be faithful in taking, uh, in taking the gospel to the, the world. There, the people outside the world, and they're so much like this, this man who's dead in sin. They don't know what, they're not in their right mind. They don't even have a concept of God. There's so many people that we meet from week to week to week, and most all of you know that they're all, they, they don't even have a concept of God. They're on their way to hell. They are far off. They're dead to sin, and they're a child of the devil. We need to take Christ to, to them. Christ went over to the other side of the sea. He knew that there was one person. Find the one. He knew that there was one person that needed Christ. There's people in Malawi. There's people all over the world in Malawi that don't know Christ, that would hear and readily receive Jesus Christ, but they don't know about him. There's no church like this one. There's no church or no radio program that they can hear the gospel except they be sent. Our pastor preached, except they be sent. Except they be sent. The world is condemned unless someone goes out and tells and warns people about Christ. He was afar off from Jesus, and Jesus went to him. But let's notice also his attitude is, uh, in verse 18. And, and when he was come unto the ship, he that had been possessed with the devil prayed him that he might be with Jesus. You know, it's awesome to see this. People, uh, somebody that wants to be with Jesus right after they get saved. Right after, he's like, Jesus, I want to go with you. This whole place is kicking you out of this country, but I want to go with you. I want to be, I want to be with you. I want to be your disciple. I want to learn from the master. How many of us, we want to be with Jesus? We've been saved here all a long time, but we, how many of us want to be with Jesus? This man, he was just saved. He wanted to be. His attitude had, has changed where he ran, he ran out and says, why have you come here? He was in his, he was in his uh, uh, wrong state of mind. But he, his attitude, his whole attitude changed. He wanted to be with Jesus. <clears throat> Jesus, he wanted to go with Jesus, but let's look in here. He was also sent. He was, uh, he was in sin, he got saved, and he was sent. Howbeit, Jesus suffered him not, but said unto him, Go. Jesus told him to go. No, you can't come with me. Man, all this, all this people is, is saying, get out of here, Jesus. Man, look what you've done. We can't have you here. Let's get out. Go to the other side. And he started getting, getting on the boat with Jesus. Jesus says, no, go back there. I, I, I would have probably cried. <laughs> uh, but but we, all, we all, Jesus tells us to go. Jesus had a specific job for this guy. He says, go. Jesus t also tells us to go. Jesus tells us to go and turn, if you would, to Corinthians, Second Corinthians, chapter five. Second Corinthians, chapter five, verse seventeen. 
2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. The Bible says, Wherefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation. Now, if I could have uh, Brother Josh there, and, and uh, if I can have you, Jake, come up here. And if I can have you, go ahead and come up here. Now, this is what it is. If you could go ahead and stand up here. Now, man was separated. We'll have him man, him Jesus, and him God. If you could also come up here. Man, there's no way that man, if you could step here. Man and God, if you guys can go ahead and hug each other there. <laughs> I know he stinks there, but hey, these are men. Hey, man, man and God was, was separated, or it was, was at fellowship in the garden. But, and God told him, hey, don't eat of that fruit. Don't eat of that fruit. But Adam, what did he do? He went over and ate. And now he's separated from, from God. There's no way that God, God can come to man. And man can get to God no matter how hard he tries. There's always, uh, man, what did man do to try? He got, a, he got fig leaves and sold them to himself. He tried anything that he could to get to God. But there's no way. There's no way that he could get to God. He needed Jesus Christ. He needed Jesus Christ if you could come here. Jesus Christ, if you could hold out your arms there like this. He needed Jesus Christ to come and reconcile them. But you know what? what? The Bible says here in verse 18, And all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to him by, by uh, himself by Jesus Christ, and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation. God's given us the ministry of reconciliation. God's giving us, you know what? These guys are reconciled by Jesus Christ. But, if you can go ahead and sit there, but how, how, how can we be reconciled? How can man be reconciled? There's people in Malawi, Africa, that don't even know they're separated from God, and they have no way of getting to God. You know why? They don't have a preacher. They don't have somebody to come up and, st and tell them the good news about Jesus Christ and how they're going to hell and how they're, they're doomed, without hope, alienated from God. They need someone to come and present Jesus Christ. Why? So they can have fellowship with God. We need men and to go all over the world and, and commit their life and surrender their life to preach the gospel. Why? To reconcile. God has given us the ministry of reconciliation. Right. And we need to be faithful and, and preach the word. Go out and preach the word of God. Not only in Malawi and other countries, also in Akron, Ohio. You can sit down. Jesus told this man to go. He, uh, he sent him as a messenger. If you turn back to, to Luke, or Mark, Mark chapter 5, he sent him the message. The, the fact is, God has sent all of us. He says, go to him. But he also said, go to us. 
Go unto the rest. Uh, and the Bible says in Matthew 28, verse 19 and 20, Go ye, there, uh, go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded thee. And in Acts 1 8, but ye shall receive witness, uh, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses of me, both in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and under and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. God sent this man as a messenger. God, but you know something? God sent me to, to as a messenger, a messenger to tell people in Malawi, tell people that have never heard the gospel about Jesus Christ. What was the message? What was the Pacific message? This man obviously he didn't know any Romans road. He didn't know how he didn't know how to maybe lead someone to Christ how we do. What was the message of this man? Let's know the message. If you would hold your hand and mark and turn to Luke chapter eight. Luke chapter eight, verse thirty nine. This is the same story. Starting in 37. Then the whole multitude of the country of the Gadarenes around about sought him to depart from them, for they were taken with great fear. And when uh, and he went up into the sh uh, ship and returned back again. Now the man, now the men out of whom the devils were departed, besought him that he might be with him. But Jesus sent him away, saying, Return to thine own house, and what? And show how great things God has done for thee. He said to show. He, Jesus said, Hey, I want you to go back into the town, and I want you to show what God has done for you. Go show everybody. Go show your friends. Go show your neighbors what God has done for you. How you were once in sin, go on your way to hell. Eliated with God, and now, now you are draw, made nigh, drawn nigh by the blood of Christ. Go and tell them the good news. Tell them about me. Not only tell them, also in in Mark, or in Mark chapter five, uh, verse nineteen, the Bible says, "Go home to thy friends, and tell them how great things the Lord hath done for thee, and hath." Compassion on thee. Go and tell them. The Bible says in, in, in Acts chapter 1, verse 1, it says, The former treaties have I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began to do and teach. You see, our walk has to match our talk, and our talk has to match our walk. When we go out soul winning and tell people about Jesus and tell them, hey, live a good life for Jesus. Hey, I want you to change your life. I, it's worth changing for Jesus. And then we have to walk that. We have to live every day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, like we tell them on Saturday, like we live on Sunday. We have to live every day like, like what we're saying, like how we teach Sunday school, like how we you know, tell the lost person. We, like how we, we need to, our walk has to match our talk, and our talk has to match our walk. This guy also realized 
that there was a clock. He realized that Jesus was coming soon. He, Jesus told him to, hey, go home and tell thy friends. And you know what? This guy, he went. He, he didn't stay at home for a few days. No, he went straight forth, and he went and told his friends. He realized that the time was near. He realized that Jesus was coming back. In John chapter 19, or in John chapter 9, and verse 3. I'm sorry, in verse 4. John chapter 9 and verse 4. Jesus says, I must work the works of him that sent me. While it is day, the night cometh when no man can work. We, we need also to redeem the time. The time is so short, folks. Jesus could be coming back at any moment, and people are dying and going to hell, and we need to tell people about Jesus. There's going to come a day when we, we won't be able to tell people, when we'll see, our, see friends, and we'll see family going to hell. And we will wonder why. Hey, why? Why didn't I just tell them? Why was it so hard? Why, why didn't I just step out in faith and just tell them and show them with my life? There's coming a time when, when we won't be able to. Now is the time to tell our friends and tell our family. We need to tell them what great things Jesus has done for us. What great things Jesus has done for us. Jesus died on the cross. He, he gave us eternal life in heaven. We need to tell some people about Jesus Christ. We see the messenger and the message. Let's look at the miraculous change that the messenger saw. We see that the and verse and verse fourteen. And they that uh, fed the swine fled and told it in the city and in the country. And when and they went out to see what it was that was done. And they came to Jesus and and seeing him that was possessed with a devil and had the legion sitting and clothed and in his right mind. And they were afraid. And they uh, they that saw it and told them how it befell to him that was possessed with the devil, and also concerning the swine. And they, uh, they began to pray him to depart out of their coast. They said, Jesus, we don't want you here. We don't want you in our coast. The, the, this man saw them deny Jesus. They saw him and reject Jesus. But he was faithful to God. He did what God wanted him to do. Although it was hard, the circumstances was hard. He still did what Jesus wanted him to do. And if you turn over to uh, uh, Luke chapter 8, verse 40. Luke chapter 8, verse 40. The Bible says, And it came to pass that when Jesus was returned, the people gladly received him, for they were all waiting for him. The miraculous change. He saw, he did what Jesus wanted him to do. He went out, and although the obstacles, they had obstacles in their lives, and although he, he uh, although people rejected Jesus, 
He did what Jesus wanted him to do. He went out, and as a result, he saw a change. He saw a change in the people. At once they're saying, hey, get out. We don't want you, Jesus. We, we Get out of our coast. We don't want none of this. We don't want what you have. Jesus came back, returned, and they were gladly waiting on Jesus. They were gladly waiting on Jesus. They, a miraculous change. He saw them get saved. And they, he also saw them, them serve Jesus. They were waiting on him, waiting on Jesus. As we, as we go to restaurants, we, uh, people wait on us, and we give them tips. And we wait on Jesus also. We serve Jesus. And this, this is what these people were doing, serving Jesus. That one man changed that whole country, that whole region. If you don't think that you matter, coming to soul winning on Saturday, friends, you matter. One person matters. One person matters. It's my desire to go to Malawi, Africa, and, and see a result and see a miraculous change in the country. There's only, only two, uh, two missionaries, one church planning in Malawi right now. People are dying on, on their way to hell. The whole country is on their way to hell without Jesus, without hope. Friends, I hope to see a change in Malawi. I, I pray to God that God will use me in a mighty way to take the word of God and take the light to Malawi, to the, to the lost soul, and see a change. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, I come before you. Lord, my heart is burdened for the lost souls. Lord, truly that there's only one chance and this small opportunity that we have to tell people about Jesus because you're coming at any moment, any minute, you'll be in the sky. Father, I pray that we would be faithful in telling others. Father, I pray that, that we would be we would be reconciling people to you. Father, we love you and thank you. It's in your name I pray. Amen. Let's all stand to our feet and Every head bowed, every eye closed. One man made a difference. One man made a difference. One woman can make a difference. I've got to admit, there's times in my life as I look around our country, our culture, our society, I think, what what can I personally do to change anything? Especially when it comes to our government or the situation and circumstances in our economy. When it comes to this issue, changing lives, influencing even countries and continents, we can make a difference. One man. One woman. travel with Jesus. I mean, he wanted to get in the glit and the glitter. He wanted to go out and be part of the big conferences and the feeding of the 5,000s and be involved in all of that. And he thought, boy, that's the ministry for me. That's what God would want for me. But the Lord Jesus said, no. 
No, I just want you to go back to your home. Tell people about me. How much I love you. What I've done for you. And I'm sure with a shocked look on his face, he almost questioned the Lord Jesus for a moment. And then said, yes, sir. When Jesus returned, isn't that a great statement? When he returned, <laughs> everything was different. Can you make a difference? A maniac did. A naked wild man running around through the caves and caverns, cutting himself. No value to society. A menace even. And yet God used him in a powerful, mighty way. What will God use you to do? Who will be in heaven because of you? Because Jesus is going to return, isn't he? It's good. I was hoping he was going to get to that verse, brother. I showed my wife. I said, see this verse? Look at that. Isn't that good? And you got to it. You didn't disappoint, brother. Good. Come on up here, Brother Sam. I know we're not ordaining you, obviously, but I want to pray over you tonight. I want to ask Mr. Wolf to come, would you, Mr. Wolf? Right here, brother, just down in front. I want Mr. Wolf to come. He was here over a half hour early today, ready to hear some preaching. It's a man of God. I want him to come down here and pray with you. I want every man that's over the age of 50, 50 and over, to come down tonight and pray over Brother Sam. It's not that I don't trust you young men, but I do believe there's something about the older men praying over the younger. Everybody's 50 and over, men 50 and over. Let's get around, Brother Sam. Let's have a word of prayer for him. Mr. Wolf, I'm going to ask you to pray. Would you please do that? Amen. Amen. Thank you, Mr. Wolf. Thank you, gentlemen. Someone says that wasn't a very long prayer. It doesn't take long to reach heaven. At least not when you're on praying ground. Powerful prayer from a powerful man of God. Hmm. Well, Brother Sam, we are in your corner, brother. We're going to not only pull for you, but pray for you. That's even more.